Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 117, the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. Welcome everyone. In the readings this weekend, there's a recurring theme about membership of a family. God has made us his children. We are all adopted sons and daughters of God through God's gracious action. God has given us a great gift which humbles us. God now treats us as full members of the family with all the rights and duties of a member of the family. It is through Jesus that we become part of God's family. We're all brothers and sisters of Jesus. This is such a special and profound gift. Through our baptism we become part of God's family, which includes being brothers and sisters with all the saints who have gone before us into eternal life and who stand in the presence of God, praising God night and day and continuing to pray for us and to intercede for us to our Heavenly Father. If the world truly realised and acted upon the truths of this message, we would be living in different situations. If everyone acted as if they were truly brother and sister to each other, then surely we would be so much closer to an end to war and violence and hatred. They say blood is thicker than water, but in the Christian mindset, which often turns on its head the values of the world, the water of baptism is much thicker and stronger than even the ties of blood relations. The first reading is so powerful as it reminds us that men and women were created to be equal and to be helpers and supporters of each other along life's path. As St. Catherine of Siena said, Your son Jesus went down from the heights of his divinity to the depths of our humanity. Can anyone's heart remain closed and hardened after this? This is Faith, Hope and Love. Speech and thoughts were like a little child But as an adult put away those ways A child no longer now But speaking as a man Within your will, O Lord, all things are established, and there is none that can resist your will. For you have made all things, the heaven and the earth, and all that is held within the circle of heaven. You are the Lord of all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, we come together as brothers and sisters to listen to God's word and to encounter Christ in his sacraments. This is the 27th Sunday of the year. Let us prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries by recalling our sinfulness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. 
Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good Almighty ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpass the merits and desires of those who entreat you, pour out your mercy upon us, to pardon what conscience dreads, and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verses 7, 15, and 18 to 24. The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and put him in the garden of Eden to till it and keep it. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper as his partner. So out of the ground the Lord God formed every animal of the field and every bird of the air, and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all cattle, and to the birds of the air, and to every animal of the field. But for the man there was not found a helper as his partner. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. Then he took one of his ribs, and closed up its place with flesh, 
And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. This one shall be called woman, for out of man this one was taken. Therefore a man leaves his father and mother and clings to his wife, and they become one flesh. The Word of the Lord May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. O blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in His ways. By the labour of your hands you shall eat, you will be happy and prosper. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine in the heart of your house, your children like shoots of the olive around your table. Indeed thus shall be blessed the man who fears the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion in a happy Jerusalem all the days of your life. May you see your children's children on Israel peace. May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 2, verses 9 to 11. We do indeed see Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honour because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. It was fitting that God, for whom and through whom all things exist, in bringing many sons and daughters to glory, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For the one who sanctifies, and those who are sanctified, are all from one. For this reason he is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. The Word of the Lord If we love one another, God will live in us in perfect love. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Chapter 10, verses 2 to 16. Some Pharisees came and... To test Jesus, they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? Jesus answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her. But Jesus said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, he wrote this commandment for you. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. 
Therefore what God has joined together, let no one separate. Then in the house the disciples asked him again about this matter. Jesus said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. People were bringing little children to him in order that Jesus might touch them, and the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And Jesus took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. The Gospel of the Lord The readings this weekend speak of the sanctity of marriage and its indissolubility. Since in marriage the man and woman become a new creation, a unity, then God intends that this unity is unable to be separated. Our Lord criticises the people who are trying to trap him over the issue of marriage by saying that even though Moses was forced to make concessions to a hard-hearted people, the intention of God remains to form and preserve a unity of equality between man and woman in a lifelong, committed, loving bond of marriage. In the first reading it speaks of the creation of woman by God and the relationship intended between man and woman in the book of Genesis. It says, God took a bone from Adam's side, the rib bone. There's something interesting about the rib bone. It was taken in preference to any other bones. And that's powerfully symbolic, because the rib bone is the closest bone to the human heart. The rib bone surrounds, embraces and protects the heart, just as the love of husband and wife is meant to surround, protect and embrace each other's heart. This is beautiful. It shows the tender and close love a man and woman share together. It also picks up on a thing called complementarity. Both the man and the woman bring something of themselves that enriches the other. They bring their similarities, their differences, and together make a new creation that's bigger than the sum of the two wonderful individuals. This reading also acknowledges that although marriage is an exciting and beautiful adventure, there's also a parting involved in marriage, a leaving behind, which can be painful to parents and the couple. And yet, your family relationships can take on a new life, giving shape, where you're invited to continue in relation with your family what has already been nurtured before your marriage, where you relate in love, respect and warmth, adult to adult. The major message of the readings this weekend is of the equality of man and woman, the complementarity of man and woman, and that the intention of marriage is for lifelong unity of persons, for the building up, protecting, respect and equality of each person. The readings for the Mass remind us that God made the whole world and everything in it sun, moon, stars, sea, earth, every animal and creature, and human beings too. And it was all very good. 
God made men and women as the crowning of God's creation. In God's likeness and image, God created humans. And God set us over the whole world to look after the wonderful, precious resources that God has given us. Creation is sacred. Humans are sacred. It is so important that we care for them with reverence, gentleness and concern. The readings also remind us that we must work together as equals because all people are of equal dignity and sacredness. Men, women, children, we're all created equal to work together as cooperators in God's plan. God welcomes and has a place for all people. It seems amazing to us now, but in the time of Jesus, women and children did not legally have equal status. They were in some ways considered not to have any rights and only shared in the rights of their father or their husband. This sounds crazy to us today. We know that all people are created equal in dignity, but in Christ's time this wasn't so. But our Lord made it clear that men, women and children are equal in God's sight and to be treated with respect, dignity and included in God's family as equals and co-heirs to God's kingdom. Just a few days ago, the 4th of October, was the feast of St. Francis of Assisi, when hearing today's gospel about the Genesis, where God created everything, it's fitting to think of this saint, who is the patron name of our present Pope as well. And also the readings capture St. Francis's reverence and care for all of God's creation. It's very topical. Francis was a great saint, and he recognised that God's handiwork was to be discovered in all things because God created all things. God's fingerprint, in a spiritual sense, is present in everything that God has lovingly created. So we must treat creation with enormous care and reverence and preserve it. All creation sings out in praise to God who created it. The Gospel ultimately speaks of how men and women were created as equals and co-workers together in God's wonderful creation and all men, women and children are one family in Christ, so we must act accordingly. God, through the loving graciousness of his Son, calls us all back to original innocence and to the harmony and the clarity of God's full plan for us and for all creation. St. Francis sought occasion to love God in everything. He delighted in all the works of God's hands, and, from the vision of joy on earth, his mind soared aloft to the life-giving source and cause of everything. In everything beautiful, he saw the imprint of God, who is beauty itself, and he followed his beloved Lord everywhere by his care of and stewardship of his surroundings, imprinted on creation. St. Francis saw all of creation as a ladder by which he might mount up and embrace the Creator, who is all-desirable. By the power of his extraordinary faith, he tasted the goodness which is the source of all in each and every created thing, as in so many small streams from the one great river. He seemed to perceive a divine harmony in the interaction of gifts and qualities given by God to his creatures. And like the prophet David, he exhorted them all to praise God in his mighty works.
That's a quote from The Major Life of St. Francis, written by St. Bonaventure. In another work called The Minor Life of St. Francis, it's written, His attitude towards creation was simple and direct. His realisation that everything comes from the same source made him call all created things, no matter how insignificant, his brothers and sisters, because they had the same origins as he. I love the prayer of St. Francis, which is so fitting for this weekend's readings. The prayer says, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there He will come to judge the living and the dead, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our Lord openly called us his brothers and sisters, and so let us intercede for the family of humanity. For the Bride of Christ, the Church, that we may remain faithful to our baptismal promises. Lord, hear us. For the family of the human race, that we may actively promote harmony, love and understanding amongst all people. Lord, hear us. For married couples, that they may find fulfilment and happiness in their mutual love for one another. Lord, hear us. For those who are lonely, isolated or feeling unloved, that they may be supported by God's love and the care of our community. Lord, hear us. For all who are in ill health, including those undergoing surgery and those recovering from operations, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For deceased members of our families, including the family of God, that they may be called to their everlasting home in heaven, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God, 
who show us the love of mother and father, we humbly ask you to hear the prayers of your children, which we offer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the sacrifices instituted by your commands, and through the sacred mysteries which we celebrate with dutiful service, graciously complete the sanctifying work by which you are pleased to redeem us. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. The Lord is good to those who hope in Him, to the soul that seeks Him. Let us pray. Grant us, Almighty God, that we may be refreshed and nourished by the sacrament which we have received, so as to be transformed into what we consume. Through Christ our Lord, Amen. Thanks for being part of this time of worship, prayer and reflection. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended.
Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts are used for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. The Roman Missal, Prayers and Chants, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy. The Bible, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963, The Grail, Collins Publisher. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg's Together We Pray, 1993, E.J. Dwyer, Australia. Mass for St. Ralph Sherwin, Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, featuring the Gloria, copyright 2011, www.ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love, theme, 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, original music, copyright 1996, Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you.